0: What is up everyone, back again, happy football Friday, it's nice and cold, there's still snow outside from uh, Wednesday here in Milwaukee, so we're getting through, but it's the weekend, XFL week 2 kicked off last night, Um, gonna look at the rest of the games for the week, got some news, not much going on uh, in between shows this week, so it'll be a pretty short show, um, especially since it's just me today again. But uh, let's get started here talking XFL week two. I got in my old school AAF, Alliance of American Football, Atlanta Legends shirt on here. Uh, but regardless, Last night was a hell of a game. The St. Louis Battlehawks improved to 2 uh, 0, dropping the Seattle Sea Dr- Dragons to 0 2, 20 18 win there for St. Louis. And it was A.J. McCarron again, second straight week leading his team to a comeback victory. Um, Donnie Hagman with the game winning 44 yard field goal as time expired. Ben DeNucci. Has been playing well. Uh, I have to say that 19 of 29, 65.5%, 196 yards, two touchdowns, eight carries, 38 yards, a fumble. The turnovers, again, just killed Seattle in the second half. Three turnovers, three fumbles by the offense there. Uh, Danucci also did convert a three point conversion to Josh Gordon, I believe it was. Um, A.J. McCarron, though, like I said, 22 of 36, 61.1%, 184 yards, one touchdown, four ca- uh, five carries, 41 yards, and a rushing score as well. Uh, he converted a two-point conversion to uh, Hakeem Butler. No, it was to Austin Prohl maybe. I don't, I don't recall uh, who he had that two-point conversion to um but regardless great performance by McCarron once again Morgan Ellison for the Sea Dragons led the game in rushing 10 carries 50 yards one fumble though again the fumbles just crushing Seattle's uh game four carry uh, four receptions 24 yards for Ellison as well Ja'Core Pearson had a great night really mostly in the first half uh didn't do much in the second half but four catches, 78 yards, a touchdown on eight targets, and a fumble from the Seattle wide receiver there. Hakeem Butler had a big touchdown. And then Austin Pro. I put him up there not because he scored, not because he did anything special, but he did catch the uh, ball that set up the game-winning field goal there from McCarron, so... Another clutch performance by Austin Prohl. Dad's got to be proud Ricky on the coaching staff there. And then defensive player of the game, I'm going with Seattle's linebacker, 2 skipper, four tackles, three of them solos, one sack, two tackles for loss, and one forced fumble, as well as I mentioned there, Donnie Hagman. Tough night overall. Went 2 of 4 on field goals, 44 long, and he kicked two 44-yard field goals, including the game winner. Uh, the Battlehawks, plus three, they went outright. I had them at plus 105 money line, so lucky me. Over 36.5. I know uh, game time it was down to. It was up to 38, so pushed if you got it at game time. But uh, pregame it was 36.5. That's where it started anyways. USFL news. Uh, the New Orleans Breakers continuing to... Uh, Turn their roster out there. They have signed CFL veteran quarterback McLeod Bethel Thompson coming back to the States after a lengthy career in the CFL. Going to try to make it work in the USFL and get to the NFL. Uh, The Philadelphia Stars also making a signing. They signed former Oregon wide receiver Devin Williams. Uh, Speedster for days there. Uh, Good signing for Philly. College football news, I mentioned some rules proposals that they're looking at changing um, for possibly even this season coming up in, in the fall. But uh, the other rule proposed rules that they are looking at, mostly XFL ones, prohibiting consecutive timeouts, that's been a, con- a contentious topic in college football the last couple of years that uh, you can ice the kicker with, like, three straight timeouts is ridiculous. No untimed down at the end of the first and third quarters. That one's kind of random, I think, but kind of makes sense there. Just, you know, those quarters, end of those quarters don't really make a difference um, in terms of overall game outcome Clock running after first downs except inside uh, two minutes, which makes sense. It's what the NFL does. So uh, that that one makes sense. And then uh, clock running on incompletions once the ball is spotted. um, That is a CFL rule as well, or a XFL rule as well. So that would be interesting to see that implemented in college football. NFL news, some coaching hirings here on the coaching carousel. Still some coordinator spots out there. But the Broncos, they have hired Cardinals defensive coordinator and former Broncos head coach, Vance Joseph, as their defensive coordinator. It's interesting. I thought Rex Ryan, uh, ESPN analyst Rex Ryan, was the uh, favorite. But uh, alas, they go with uh, Vance Joseph there in Denver. The Chiefs, they promoted quarterback coach Matt Nagy to offensive coordinator, the likely, the obvious candidate to replace Eric bien Nagy had been uh, the Chiefs' OC prior to his head coaching stint with Chicago, so makes sense for Nagy to return to his old spot there in KC. The Browns have found their special teams coordinator. They, um hired Colts special teams coordinator Bubba Ventrone as their assistant head coach and special teams coordinator. And then the Broncos, uh, once again, making an interesting hiring on Sean Payton's staff. They are hiring Giants quarterback Davis Webb as the QB coach there in Denver. So the 28-year-old Davis Webb uh, going to coach the 34-year-old Russell Wilson there. Interesting Situation in Denver. Cap moves still trying to get down to uh you know the plus side of the cap are a bunch of teams, especially the Saints like they do every year. But uh, March fifteenth league year opens. You got to be under the cap. So the Saints converted twelve point nine two million of Ryan right tackle Ryan Ramchick's base salary into a bonus that clears ten point three three. Five million in cap space there, and then they also reworked the deal of kicker Will Lutz, that lowers his cap number, uh, to one and a half million this season. So helping out the team there. Transactions, a lot of releases. Like I said, teams trying to get below the cap. So the Titans they have released longtime left tackle Taylor Lewan. Uh, kind of knew that one was coming. Other ones that I didn't see coming though, wide receiver Robert Woods, who they just traded for last year, and then kicker Randy Bullock also released by Tennessee. Uh major cap savings there though, 28.9 million there. They're now just about 4 million over the cap. The Rams, they are looking for cap space as well. They released linebacker Bobby Wagner, nine-time all-pro. He was he's been an all-pro every single season. Uh, of his career, so, and he doesn't miss a game. So, great veteran presence available on the free agent market at the off-ball linebacker spot there for Bobby Wagner. Uh, and then the Lions they released defensive tackle Michael Brockers that saves Detroit ten million in cap space. Couple re-signings. Uh, the Patriots they signed offensive tackle Connor McDermott to a two-year three-point-six million dollar extension. $5.1 million max value there, so good deal for both sides. Guy that started at right tackle for the last uh, about quarter of the season there in New England. And then the Jags are bringing back uh, quarterback C.J. Bethard as Trevor Lawrence's backup this season. XFL pick standings. Look at Mark. Mark won the NFL pick standings, and now he's trying to take over the XFL, so Four and O, oh, uh, Mark went last week. So, uh, really, he should be three and one because he said he was going to go with me on every game except St. St. Louis. But I I picked Houston for him. Luckily for him, I did because uh, that was the one I lone woofed. I lone woofed the Orlando Guardians. The only blowout of the weekend. Horrible selection by myself. And then Logan Lone Wolfed the Vegas Vipers uh, last week, and they lost to the Arlington Renegades. So three and one for Logan and I, four and zero for Mark. See if he can keep that undefeated streak going this week. Uh, I didn't get picks from the boys this week, but we'll get them in. Uh, I am going uh, the tonight or tomorrow. the The only game tomorrow the. dc defenders at the vegas vipers of course i'm picking my dc defenders how can i not uh they had a miraculous comeback against uh the seattle sea dragons last week vegas played a tough game at arlington they uh they're gonna have their hands full i think both teams are pretty solid this should be a close game once again but i gotta go with my dc defenders Total is 34.5, really low for this game. Um, And I do think it goes under. I like the defense by uh, Greg Williams for for D.C. And uh, Vegas played Arlington pretty well last week, so go with the under. Why not? 7 p.m. FX and ESPN+. And then a doubleheader on Sunday, the San Antonio Brahmas at... The Orlando Guardians. I'm going with the Brahmas. It's the only favorite I picked this week. Um, And, you know, I I think Heinz Ward's crew is going to get it done. Orlando struggled mightily against Houston last week. Their defense was just gouged by the passing attack. So look for uh, the Brahmas to take advantage of that and see if they can, uh, can get one overall and... Orlando on the road total is 38 I'm gonna go with the over actually I'm gonna go with the under uh, I, yeah I changed my mind under under 38 I think possibly it's a little too high it's the highest we've seen a total uh except for the next game but uh, 4 p.m ESPN and ESPN plus And the last game of the weekend, a star showdown here. The Arlington Renegades at the Houston Roughnecks. Houston, five-point favorites. I did pick Houston for Mark. I'm going to go with the Arlington Renegades, though. I believe in Bob Stoops' crew. Drew Plitt played very well last week, and I think the defense is better than uh, the Orlando defense, so... Give me Arlington at least the points. I'd have him plus four. I wish I would have got him plus five, but I would take the points at the very worst with Arlington, and if you want to take them outright, go ahead, because I'm going to roll with it. Total is 40 for this game, and I'm going to go over. I think this is going to be a high-scoring affair, not a lot of defense. This is going to be Bob Stoops' kind of game. Wade Phillips on the other side, going to try to keep that thing under 40. But still, I think it goes over. 7 p.m. ESPN 2 and ESPN+. And that is a show, like I said, very, very short show today. Uh, Not much going on in the world of football in all the leagues. XFL Week 3 next week. We'll be looking at uh, the game previews I believe next week we have one game Saturday and a triple-header Sunday. Uh, so that should be very entertaining, I think, uh, for a lot of fans. Yeah, one on Saturday, triple-header Sunday. So, yeah, don't forget to follow us on all our social media, at FAA Podcast on Instagram and Twitter, at FAA underscore bets as well, FAApodcast.com. Uh, where you can catch all our previous shows. And make sure you follow us here on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. Again, thank you all for watching, and we'll see you back on Tuesday.